this is Roy Lilly. Well, if there's a word to start off the week, it might be longevity. Elizabeth the Queen, the longest serving monarch and someone whose passing was marked around the world. On these pages, we're principally concerned with the success of management and leadership. And longevity plays an important part in all of that. The NHS epitomises longevity. If it were a brand, it would only have the oil companies and banks for company in the lead table of longevity. Unlike a company whose customers exercise a choice and their loyalty keeps the organisation going, or doesn't, the NHS is in a unique position. The failure of companies is well studied and documented. Spectacular falls like Kodak, who invented the digital future but were unable to embrace it. Blockbuster, who was simply swept aside by developments in technology. All very familiar. The NHS occupies a legacy role and has perhaps a legacy mindset. Is its successful past a millstone or a stepping stone into the future? I think there are six things to consider. To survive, all organisations must have a relentless focus on understanding their customers. Unlike business, the NHS doesn't have the luxury of serving a seg segmented market. Focusing on providing for a particular market, young fashion, family, food, retirement, living and so on. It has to be all things to all people all the time. Young and old, rich and poor. In many ways, the NHS is way behind the public in the management of their lives by the use of information technology. Lack of investment and poor product choice has left the service in a technology no-man's land, undecided on a digital first future. The NHS has the biggest carbon footprint in Europe. Success in reducing it will depend on the relationships it has with suppliers. This relationship is mostly confrontational based on competition. The seismic shift to green the blue will need relationships based on partnership collaboration and problem-solving. The NHS management is largely introverted. Growing your own is fine. It generates loyalty and an understanding of, com of, complex, of the complex environment the NHS occupies. However, having no system to expose leaders to the world outside loses the opportunity of making them multidimensional. The NHS struggles to live its values. The threats of litigation, condemnation and ridicule from regulators and the courts means mistakes, errors and failings are defended with a circle the wagons mentality. Patients are nowhere near the centre of its thinking. There's no genuine desire nor mechanisms to create opportunities to learn from mistakes. The performance of boards is questionable because they're little more than the delivery mechanisms for a politically infused Department of Health. They have no control over the foundation of their organisations. Staff training, remuneration, strategic planning is impossible. Guidance and political imperatives supplant any meaningful control they might have over the affairs of the organisation and how it's run. 
In 2020, longevity in leadership was researched by Manchester University. They published some chunky research on long-serving NHS CEOs. There were six main findings. Longevity was about, number one, three phases as chief executives developed their organisations, bedding down, moving from new incumbent through to experienced CEO and on to trusted senior figure involving personal leadership styles. It takes time. Two, shaping a very experienced, stable executive team with some turnover to ensure a degree of freshness. Number three, prioritising external relations. Number four, very strong attachment to the mission of the NHS and a fierce loyalty to their organisation. Number five, high levels of personal resilience, tenacity and energy, a spirit of optimism, living in the present, the ability to overcome setbacks. And number six, the importance of continuous personal learning and development and for some, a coach or mentor and a membership of peer networks. Rarely do these six principles emerge because at the first sign of trouble, NHS England avalanche chief executives with threats, comms are silenced and the CQC begin the beatings. The research highlights the importance of supporting new and not so new chief executives. We should and we don't. And it's a miserable experience. Longevity is important. It means stability. Stability requires patience. Its reward will be seeing the NHS come through a difficult time. Very few NHS leaders go bad. We just don't give them enough time to get good. Thanks for listening and I'm sure we'll speak again soon.